0: the ranger creed is recited by a formation of rangers at a ceremony you always hear the narrator say will all rangers past and present please join as we recite the ranger creed every ranger will stand and as they say those six stanzas they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood that feeling is hard to describe however it's one that never leaves you it's a connection that spans a globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase Hey, Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization. And when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story. And for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends' triumphs and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. All right, hey, welcome to Legends of the 75th podcast. And man, do we have just an awesome episode today. I know he will say otherwise, and he will say, no, 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 I'm not. But I think everybody that listens and everybody that knows him will agree that this man is the legend that everybody talks about when they talk about the 75th Ranger Regiment and he just continues to give back to the community and larger Army and also the 75th and uh, many of the other organizations that are out there. So today we have the, the absolute privilege of sitting down with Sergeant Major Retired Rick Merritt. So he spent a total, in case you don't know, he spent a total of 25 years in the 75th Range Regiment with service in 175, 375, RSTB, and he was the 14th Regimental Command Sergeant Major. He also did some uh, time over in 8th Army as the SEL uh, in Korea as well. His combat deployments include Panama, Somalia, Afghanistan, and Iraq. So there's a lot of years and a lot of things to talk about there and he is also the distinguished member of the 75th Ranger Regiment. So, our Major, it is absolutely awesome to be able to sit down and talk to you today about, you know, being a ranger, the brotherhood and everything else just can't thank you enough for taking the time. I know you got a lot going on and you're just doing a lot of different things. You were up here for like a couple of days and you're in South America and you drove back like in the late night hours, you know, and, and you, but you're still willing to sit down this morning. So I really greatly appreciate it. I know everybody's just going to have an awesome time listening to you talk. So if we can, I'd love to just kind of start at the beginning, you know, and talking about, you know, why did you want to be a Ranger and how did that all come to be?
1: Yes, and good morning, everybody. I'm I'm very humbled uh, uh, to be here today, and uh, I just got back again last night from Fort Beginning, uh, as I called it with all my years there, (laughs) uh, sitting on the Ranger Hall of Fame uh, uh, board for the voting that uh, went well as they get ready for the uh, uh, rendezvous for RSM Donaldson's Chamber of Responsibility and the uh, induction of that Hall of Fame for this year. uh, I'll say all first before we talk about uh, what inspired me to uh, uh, become a ranger. And uh, looking right behind you, I see the logo of legends, and we talked about legends of the regiment. Uh, um, the only way I could ever call myself as a legend is uh, the fact that I see what that means. And to me, that is simply a person like myself who has spent my entire adulthood, Um, in the Army, surrounding myself around people better than me, as I'm doing today in front of you. And that is a true legend as a man that knows and acknowledges that uh, he has spent his time surrounded around people better than himself. And there's not a better place than I could do that in a U.S. Army of my 36 years than the 75th Ranger Regiment, a true leadership factory, as I see a place that, that has 50% 50 percent, at least, of our divisions, corps, and higher echelons and joint combat commands are led by Ranger command senior enlisting leaders and general officers today. So, just uh, a vast thing that we've been doing for uh, years and years on that. Now, why did I become a Ranger? Well, first, I was uh, come from a family of military. Five uncles, uh, paratroopers. My grandfather was in World War One. I, I uh, even my father-in-law uh, that I married uh, a, a colonel's daughter. As, oh boy, uh, I didn't know that. Well, uh, he got a battlefield commission as a sergeant in World War Two in uh, in uh, uh, the Pacific Theater. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, funny, Elizabeth was uh, we're the same age, and we didn't get married till I was forty-one. She was forty-six months younger than I. And she was competing for Miss America, Miss Georgia. And, you know, they have that at the Springer Opera House in uh, Columbus. And first marriage for both of us, you know, was I uh, met her at Kevin Barry's, where I lived upstairs, or as Vic <laughs> Power, The owner says I stole her from him. But uh, Elizabeth's like, wow, what if we would have met at Fort Benning uh, back when I was competing for uh, Miss Georgia pageant? I'm like, Elizabeth did you see any high and tights uh, there at the uh, Springer Opera House? She's like, no. I'm like, dear, it wasn't meant to be. I'm like, back <laughs> those days, I don't think I made the past drive much. But I'm like, I used, to th- I used to sing about you. And she goes, oh, uh, that's romantic. What was the song? And I'm like, I got a date with the colonel's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I'm like, no, it wasn't meant to be until then. But... Uh, uh, but, but going back, uh, so uh, a family of uh, military, uh, including uh, several of in the Marines, another uncle that was in the uh, uh, Navy. Two of my uncles were in the Cold War in Alaska, sitting on there watching the radar dishes for the Russians coming across when one of them was talking about his girlfriend and he's like, hey, she's got a sister. And uh, so they uh, talk about the sister Back in that days, it was an email and texting, um, writing a letter, and um, sure enough, uh, the two two best friends married two sisters. So that's how my uh, my uh, dad and his brothers are paratroopers, 11th Airborne, door time right. frame there, uh, 82nd, 101st. When 101st was airborne, my father uh, served in Korea and. Those three paratroopers had uh, two new brother-in-laws as uh, as uh, Air Force, uh, uh, one veteran, one retired. So a family of uh, of military. Uh, my father was uh, gassed in war one, not bad. He got a little bit of uh, his GI tract uh, after that there, but um, he always used to tell me as a boy, he's like, and I was using the guys. He would say uh, to us, uh, you know, he chewed tobacco. He gave us raisins to chew to spit, and he'd always say you want to fight? And I'd say, yes. He goes, you got to join the army. So, uh, life goes on, um, uh, come from a sports family, uh, seven brothers and cousins played in NCAA. I didn't have the size. As I look at my father, my brothers and all cousins, six, seven, six, eight, you know, and my dad was a paratrooper still on active duty. And I'm looking at me, I'm a low silhouette and I'm thinking, uh, Mom, do you have a picture of the milkman when dad was deployed? Because I seem to be <laughs> a little different here. But, uh, uh, so, uh, so they all went to play uh, NCAA. I went to uh, college, uh, became a paramedic and a firefighter. And then uh, my baby brother, uh, both my brothers serving in the military where my brother was uh, ROTC, uh, become an engineer officer. So I'm seeing, watching Grenada, uh, on TV and I'm 22 years old at the time. And I uh, went to visit my parents and I'm like, dad, I'm going to, I'm going to join the army. I'm going to give up my, uh, my job. And under civil service, I can come back in, in two years, uh, uh with a, uh, honorary uh, discharge. And, uh, as soon as the jobs opening, I can go right back uh, to be in the, uh, uh, paramedic again. And, uh, so off I went and came in for two years Well, things didn't work how I wanted with a recruiter there to be a a ranger. So, uh, you know, how they tell you, well, you can do it when you're in basic. And uh, I first started in basics. like, uh, well, if we would have done this the week before, then it be said, there I go to Germany. So so I'm in Germany as a now 23-year-old. And then we had a test called the SQT test, uh, your skill qualification test, about 100 questions by your MOS. And, you know, I, uh, I had a hundred on the test and, uh, out of the whole battalion. And, you know, the, I get called into the commander's office and asked me, uh, how do you get a hundred on this? I don't know if they were insinuating. how oh, You could cheat on that. I don't know. And I'm just like, you know, uh, I figured that was a standard, you know, uh, me and my roommate studied them every day. And, uh, uh he had a hundred as well, only two hundreds in the entire battalion. And, uh, you know, uh, Vern Pearson, who's now a uh, uh, conservative district attorney, uh, you know, uh, uh, having a hard fight in California. We'll, we'll leave the politics of that right there on there. But uh, Vern and I still keep in touch today uh, as later both of his sons, uh, 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 one enlisted, one officer, come to visit me, uh, Ranger, and have deployed to combat. So just uh, a relationship we uh, kept up much. Where Vern and I did next, we had a uh, tried out for the marksmanship team from our battalion, which we uh, were selected and uh, was part of it. And we competed and won the division and for U.S. Army Europe on the marksmanship team. And myself wow. at that time as a private first class, um, it included a 12-mile road march, included a PT test. So I have 100 on the SQT. I got uh, 300 on the uh, 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 on the uh, PT test, uh, that this was in Charlie 16 infantry, which we had one, one, three, uh, 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 you know, one, one, three armored vehicles then. So, uh, and we had a 12 mile road march, of course, in that, uh, that's something I could do very well. And I ran that road march, uh, under two hours, uh, on there. And people always ask me, uh, Why why do you row more so fast? I'm like, because I I hate it. So I do it fast. I get it over with.
0: This was an excerpt of the Legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.